Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to Dare Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Promise, and we are so glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for establishing your dominance, Lord, and that with that, Lord, you don't put us down, Lord, but that you raise us up with you. And Lord, I also just thank you for providing for our every needs, Lord, and that you have already protected us from the foundation of the world, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We love having you with us as we get into the Word, and we're all learning and growing together. So, this morning, we are still in chapter 5, covering verses 12 of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 5, covering verses 12 through 14. So, if you're just joining us for the first time or rejoining us, I'd like to encourage you to pause the episode and read that section of Scripture just to help aid in following along in the discussion. So, everybody ready? Yes. Yes. All right. Now, we are going to open the floor, give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. Who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Something that you talked about in the previous episode, Mama, when you're talking about the Lord knows how to make a good plate and he knows what to put on it so that it's appropriate for where we're at. And it just, it made me laugh um, a little bit because you would tell us stories about how the Charles would stuff sausages, like try to it, practically inhale it, but he would have a hard time like getting it down. But as he was, as you were trying to tell him to spit it out, he was trying to put more in and you had to, you know, kind of throttle him back so he didn't hurt himself. So there's the aspect of there are some people out there, and I'm, I'm one of them. I like to get excited, and when I get excited, I want to go and do it myself. Math is an example. I, I love the way pre-calculus looked, but I didn't want to do algebra 1, didn't want to do geometry, algebra 2, didn't want to do multiplication, division, addition, and subtraction. I just wanted to go to the thing that looked awesome. <laughs> and that's that's just as bad as forgetting the principles I didn't, I, it's not, th- I didn't you even didn't know the foundational things. I didn't even learn them. I just mm. skipped straight over them trying to do the pre-calculus. And that's, that's also immaturity, but it wasn't a malicious mindset. Like, ah, I'm not going to do this regardless because I want to do this. I just, you know, got excited. But when I tried the pre-calculus or I tried the, the higher level math without knowing what to do when you take a negative number and you minus another number by what the rules were for that, it didn't work so well. Mm-hmm. So it was important, and I spent more time and actually had a lack and robbed from myself and others because I had to go back and pick up the, the elemental things before before progressing. So I was down in a ditch. I had to crawl up the ladder and then start from ground zero to then climb up another ladder to get to the to the next plateau, if you will, that I was supposed to be at. So there's the, there's that um, other side of the coin that we also need to consider. We're not lagging behind God and we're not trying to spur him on like he's our horse in the Kentucky Derby so we can win and do what we want to. We walk with him 
so that we're able to get everything that we need in the time that we need it and it produces fruit. And here's something else that the Lord reminded me of in verse 14. It said, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So even in the growth period, there is a time where you're supposed to demonstrate the skill that you have learned, that you have mastered the concept. Um, depending on where you are in the country, the elementary school that I went to in Virginia, we had SOLs. At the end and the conclusion of the school year, we had to demonstrate that we mastered all the concepts that we had been learning that year to be able to progress on to the next level. If you didn't do well in your SOL, you had like remedial classes or you just didn't get to progress at all. And even throughout the year, you had quizzes, you had midterms, those little nasty pop quizzes and whatnot. <laughs> or unit test to show that you have you fully grasp and understand not just regurgitating the information but you're able to synthesize it to form information that's useful for the task that you are trying to complete before you're able to progress so even in the things of god those trials those tests those challenges that we that produce perseverance and perseverance character and character hope all those things those are opportunities for us to demonstrate to the lord and you know the angels that are watching everybody that's watching that we have mastered the concepts and mastered what god has given us to do at that time and we're ready to progress and move forward god's not going to send you into the battle if you're not prepared there's a reason why Saul, when they were facing Goliath, he was like, hey, you're a kid, David. You're like 16 years old. And David said, well, I haven't used these this armor, these these weapons. That I'm, I'm not used to it. He took a slingshot instead. And did some, the Lord did some awesome stuff through David. Amen. But they weren't sending the kids to face Goliath. The grown men, the grown military men weren't even facing Goliath. So the Lord isn't going to send you somewhere when knowing that you're not prepared, so you never have to fear or be afraid that God is going to set you up because he won't. It's a wonderful example, especially since what, what was David's, I'll say, fruit, or what did he use to demonstrate his skill, his proficiency? Faith, first and foremost, and trust and dependence on the Lord. But what did he use? He said, I've killed a lion and I've killed a bear. The Philistine is going to be just like him. He used his mouth. Exactly. His faith. Mm -hmm. And then had corresponding action because he actually went okay. up and picked that stone and slung it. And it wasn't a first time. Again, he, he had prior victories and he, he stated them plainly. Right? Yes. So mm -hmm. uh, I love that you brought that up. But also, I have a, I have a question because it's going to bring us to another point. You mentioned wanting to do something and trying to pursue it, but then ending up in a, in a hole. So my question is, who dug the hole? Well, nobody had to dig it because they took a stick of dynamite and just blew a <laughs> hole in the earth. So. so, okay. So you were responsible for the hole and for falling in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I, I, it's important that we bring that up, right? And I'm not condemning you in this. It's important for us to realize and recognize something. Now, I, I have a follow-on before I make the statement I want to make here or a sense that needs to be made. What were we doing? Your mother and I in the process Were we, did we stop teaching you? Are we still teaching you? Were we, did we encourage you, admonish you, instruct you, or did we just go hands off? 
You still uh, admonished me through the rope down to me that I swiped out of the way quite a few times until oh, I was ready okay. to climb it. So, so it's important for us to recognize these things, right? Because oftentimes we have a an incorrect view or perspective towards our Lord and Savior, towards our Heavenly Father. And we're like, Lord, you didn't prepare me for this. And, and that can lead to, to bitterness and resentment towards the Lord. When really it's our perspective that need is, needs to change. Mm-hmm. And we need to, to go, oh, Lord, you, you've already given me everything I need, but I missed some steps along the way, or I need to do these or complete, fulfill these things first. You're not mm-hmm. withholding this other thing from me. Mm-mm. But there's a process to get there, mm-hmm. to get to that place of maturity. So let's recognize that so we can hold the Lord in right perspective and come into divine order and alignment with not just his perspective, his thoughts, his ways, but his plan, his purpose, his will, and his covenant, what he has on the destiny track for your life. So that, that's important. I would, we all need to get that. Mommy, you were going to say something? Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. Oh, oh, thank you. Lila, as you brought up talking about how we should be maturing towards the Lord, the Lord brought, really brought my attention to the last verse of verse 5, or more so the last two words. Of chapter Three. 5, verse 14? Yes. Okay. I read the whole thing. <laughs> but solid food belongs to those who are full age. That is, those who, by, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Which the Lord brought me to remembrance. I'm not sure where it is, but I know since I have Isaiah, where it's talking about the Lord. And it says that he'll know both good and evil. Sorry, not he would know to accept good and refuse evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me look that up um, for I you. couldn't find it, but that was just me paraphrasing it. Okay. Well, we'll look but, it up. You continue, sir. And how that's where constant mark should be. We should be constantly working to grow towards the Lord. And as LaChange, you brought up in the previous episode about how we should first, we should not forget the basics. We should be constantly going back to them also with that Growing forward inside of the Lord. Yes. It's Isaiah seven fifteen. By the time he knows enough to reject evil and choose good, he'll be eating curds and honey. Oh, thank you, Dad. Which denotes at a very young age, right? Yes. Okay. Continue, sir. Please. And how that's how the Lord expects us to act. We talked about inside of the previous section of scripture, making not trying to learn through trial and error, but rather allowing God to show us how we should act. The same should apply here. While there is an aspect of, well, Jesus is Lord and we're human, we also have to keep in mind that the Lord has already gone into flesh and because he succeeded, he's able to help us in all areas. Mm-hmm. And because he's able and willing to help us and has already helped us, we are able to become more like him. And as a result, we're able to mature inside of God and to actually become more like our Lord and Savior. We should not allow the fact that... Let me rephrase that. We should not allow the 
the thought to think, go, well, Jesus, Lord, so I can't become like him. Mm-hmm. But rather because, but rather think about, I think about it, meditate on the fact that God will help us no matter what, as long as we give him the opportunity to work for us, if that makes sense. Yes. Something else that I just want to quickly mention. Sorry, LaCharles, you're making a pouty face at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mommy, you mentioned about how um, spiritual growth does not work as natural growth does. So just because you're five years old naturally doesn't mean you can't be the, the adolescent in the spiritual realm. That's totally up to you and what you're willing to do with the Lord, how far you're willing to go with him and how um, willing you are to take him up at his word because he already said, that these things were ours, that they belong to the sons and daughters, the heirs of the kingdom of salvation. So you can grow up spiritually as fast as you want to grow. The only person hindering your growth is you. Amen. Okay, LaCharles, I'm sorry for interrupting. It is quite all right. What the Lord was sharing with me, and as you touched upon um, promise, when you're talking about how he will learn and understand good and evil, And the Lord was just taking me back and reminding me of that. He was, the word never teaches us evil. He says to be mature, this is me paraphrasing, to be mature in the things of God, but be babes in malice. I believe that is the gospels. And how the Lord was reminding me that once we get. Well, time out, because also throughout the word, right? Old Testament and New Testament, he tells, especially the prophets, but for the the leaders of the day, right? The spiritual leaders of the day to teach the people how to discern from the holy and the profane, good and evil. So, yes, Dan? So they are to know that so they can judge rightly. Yes, Dan? If they're not taught good, how will they be able to distinguish? Right, so so let's understand that, in, that part first, right? It's not excluding one, Right? Yes. Is teaching them the difference. Yes, Dan. But Charles, I have your scripture for you. That's first Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse twenty. Would you like me to read it? Yes, please. Brethren, do not be children in understanding. However, in malice be babes, but in understanding be mature. Okay. I'm done interrupting. Thank you. What so as you were saying that the Lord was reminding me that um, as humans, we become we can become too focused on trying to learn evil, mm-hmm. so we can quote unquote not fall into it, which is the greatest trap. It's kind of like setting a bear trap from the inside, so you can. Let <laughs> 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 so me stick my leg in here to see what's going to happen, so I'll know how that bear feels. So you're seeing it's painful. <laughs> yes. Which yes, it setting is. Setting it from the inside. But if you learn the good, right, then you can understand what's evil. Yes. You don't have to experience it. Yes, and how that's what the Lord does. He only teaches us good. He never shows us a bad example and say, don't do this. And that's how as humans, we want to live. We want to dabble and say, okay, I'll learn not to do that after my legs have been torn off. And then I'll go forward and do what I do. But that's not the way the Lord teaches. And we see inside of the garden, he didn't teach them evil at all. All they knew was good. After they ate of the tree, then they became aware of evil. But beforehand, the Lord didn't say, this is evil. I, j- I just want to make sure you guys know this. But as humans, that's how we think of it. Mm-hmm. We think that, okay, if I show you this, then you'll know not to do it. 
And it'll always remind me of all the times where I thought, yeah, that's good reasoning. And as soon as I became aware of it, um, I know this one's in Romans where he said, I did not know how to covet until they told me not to. That's what Paul said. He said, until they told me not to covet inside the law, I had no intentions of coveting until they told me to do so. And that, that's been my own <laughs> well, experience. <laughs> well, but, but something to understand. Just because someone doesn't know what something is or is called doesn't mean they're not still doing it, right? Yes. But we are to know what is holy mm-hmm. versus what is profane, right? We're, we're to understand the difference, but we don't understand the difference by learning the profane. Yes, then. The Department of Treasury. And teaching his people to understand real money from counterfeit money did not bring in counterfeit money. This is long ago in the in the early days. All right. It was they spent time handling, learning, measuring all these things concerning real, actual paper currency for, well, in this case, the United States, but for whatever it is around the world, right? This is what is real. This is what is true. And then by learning everything there was to know about that currency, right? Mm -hmm. Everything, handling it, applying it to their lives, right? The whole gamut. As soon as they introduced the fake currency, they knew immediately this is fake. These are all the ways in which this is fake currency. Yes, Not Dad. by studying every nuance concerning what the profane and sin and wickedness, mm-hmm. but by learning, handling, right? As uh, John says it, the Apostle John, right? The beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, mm-hmm. right? And the Word was God. He's a true and living Word, right? And I'm paraphrasing, but then he says, and we handled him we handled the word and that is why they knew the difference mm-hmm. yes dad so so for us today how does this apply to our lives let's just spend time with the lord let's handle the lord and i don't mean it, you're not the potter. You can't mash them up in, in, in any mean, old form or shape you want, mm-hmm. right? You but, mean become intimately familiar with him. Amen. Yes. So that we can know and understand the difference. Immediately. Not dabbling in sin and experiencing it. Or uh, your, I love the bear trap analogy. <laughs> right? Not being, getting, having that giant metal contraption come down on your leg and potentially snapping it and creating a whole lot of hurt and pain and being in a horrific situation and circumstance, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. But by just moving forward with the Lord and then you understand, oh, well, yes, it's a trap. It's a trap from the enemy. That, that's what that's going is trying to lead me into sin and wickedness. But no, I'm staying by the Lord and understanding him and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dan. Allowing him to teach us. Yes, that exactly as you're saying, allowing the Lord to fully teach us and not just taking only parts of it that line up with what we want and what we think is correct inside of the manner. Like in the example of he tells you this is a trap, but if you have to believe the Lord, 
it comes down to do you believe him enough to accept what he says or do you have to go and see what's at the end of the end of those metal teeth (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like you have to go and experience that and which is something very important that's also another thing that the that paul is getting at they have dabbled long enough you need to make a choice now Mm-hmm. You've been babies essentially long enough where you don't know, quote unquote, don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You have to make a choice one way or the other. You have to grow up. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid that you're going to lose what's special about you by fully embracing and adopting the plan of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? Mm-hmm. I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you that you have already told us everything that's coming up in life, Lord, that you have laid out the plan, Lord, and that you have shown us only good, Lord, that you have only loved us and cared about us, Lord, from the time that we were born. And Lord, we just thank you that you have all the wisdom and the knowledge, Lord, and that you freely give it to us, Lord, so that way we can understand, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. and Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.